Hey Siri, play Social Geek Radio. Okay, Social Geek Radio podcast coming up. Hello, geeks, and welcome to Social Geek Radio. I'm Jack Munson, your host and marketing conciliary. Today's guest is Hagen Kapler, and today's episode is brought to you by Exults, Consumer Fusion, and ServiceMinder. ServiceMinder is the platform for managing and operating home services brands, from tracking marketing efforts to delivering professional online proposals directly to clients, to lead capture, to automating daily tasks. ServiceMinder provides unique tools and integrations designed to make your brand stand out from competitors. See why ServiceMinder currently supports more than 50 home services franchise brands and integration partners. Book a demo today at serviceminder.io. Hagen Kapler is the CEO of multi-brand franchisor Threshold Brands, and she joins us for the first time on Social Geek today. Hagen, how are you? I'm fabulous. Thank you so much for having me, Jack. I know in the past couple of weeks, you've had a uh, very busy time with some more acquisitions, and we want to get into all of that uh, and what's going on in the space right now. But give us a little bit of an overview of Threshold Brands. Sure. Yeah. Threshold Brands, we are now at nine brands in the home and commercial services space. Um, We have some company stores, but we are primarily franchise-based. Started by Riverside, a private equity firm that's uh, been around the block in the home services space. They were the initial investor in Dwyer Group, which ultimately became Neighborly. It's a wonderful partner. And uh, I guess we were officially formed back in April of 2021. So we're kind of a, a startup with a collection of founder-led startups. And so you can just imagine what that culture and atmosphere is like. A lot of excited people who are um, hungry for growth and just want to make this uh, a really great, great place to, to work and, and come be a franchisee. It sounds like a uh, a lot of puzzle pieces coming together to form a really cool picture. Tell me about your background. How did you get into franchising? Yeah, sure. I um, I started my career in investment banking at Goldman Sachs a long time ago, and then went to McKinsey and Company um, mm. in uh, management consulting. Yep. So I've got a strategy and, and finance background. Have always loved working on deals. Uh, after McKinsey, I went to Starbucks. Uh, where I worked on launching Bond Roast, which was a, I don't know if you go to Starbucks at all, but um, lighter roasted coffee and uh, just wonderful place to, to get to work and, and have always loved consumer oriented brands. Um, and then I moved to a couple of industrial companies in strategy and M&A functions. And I had an opportunity to go to Service Master. Oh. So to answer your question, that, yeah. that is when I first um, entered the franchising space and uh, had the opportunity to lead Mary Maids and Service Master Clean. Um, so, and then, and then helped Service Master Brands through the, the sale process, uh, ultimately from being part of a public uh, company to uh, being owned by Rourke Capital. So, Got it. So working in M&A and then working in service brands, um, your your current 
role, it really seems like it, it was built for you, or maybe you were built for the role. Um, you guys just made another acquisition recently of Granite Garage Floors. Tell me about that and um, uh, tell me about the brand and, and the process and everything behind it. Oh, we're so excited about this latest brand. Uh, Granite Garage Floors was founded uh, back in 2009 by Alan Mishkoff. Uh, one of the best things about getting to do a deal is typically the team, you know, and so with that acquisition, we got a wonderful team uh, led by Alan. He started the company Garage, Garage Services is an over $2 billion market, you know, highly fragmented growing. And I think that's the theme across really all of the brands and services that we play in today. Um, but that, that's one of the reasons we were excited about, about this company. Um, Alan started franchising a number of years ago. So we're bringing into the fold 14 new franchisees plus a company store, which is based in, in Atlanta. And the business model, um, it, it's pretty you know, easy for me to say, pretty simple, pretty straightforward. You know, it's length times width. Um, it's an opportunity yeah. for you to, if you think about, we, we are a home services, you know, company and, and I don't know about you, but I'm spending a lot more time in my garage. <laughs> well, you know, and at my house, it is the most important room in the house. Yeah, just my opinion. that's yeah. interesting, right? Um, <laughs> and, and frankly, a lot of people are entering, you know, their homes through their garages. And again, it's it can be an eyesore or it can be a source of pride. And yeah. um, and when you put down one of these granite garage floors, it looks and lasts like granite. It truly is an incredible uh, up-leveling to your home for, for not too much of an investment, both in terms of, of time and cost. And so nice value proposition to the consumer. And like I said, a, a great you know, business model for uh, a, a, a really exciting entrepreneur to tap into as well. And we don't want to say that um, home service brands didn't feel any effects over the past couple of pretty dark years, but Wow, just the the growth I've seen in some of these brands since the pandemic and since the lockdowns as, as people are spending more time at home and investing more in their homes. It really feels like we're just on this hockey stick growth. Do you see that changing? Are we are we going to keep going? Is it plateauing? What what do you see happening in the next year? I really don't see it slowing. I, I continue to see this trend of of, and you and I were just talking about um, spending some more time at home. It, the home is now a workplace. It's a cafeteria. You know, we're, yeah. we're adding pets into the family, right? And so <laughs> there's more wear and tear to the house. There's more time to look around and, and start to put together those, those honey-do lists. Um, you know, I think one of the, the things that I like about our brands is that um, they are largely recession resistant. So Again, I think in a post-COVID world, people aren't going to, um, they're going to think twice before they decide to, to cancel their home cleaning. You know, I think we all saw the value in, in making sure that your home is clean and the family is clean um, and, and, and that there's good sanitation, you know, protocols. But, but a number of our brands offer services where, you know, you can make a, um, I mean, it's a, it's a significant investment, but it's an investment that will pay off in the long run. So uh, for example, our USA insulation brand, where you can inject insulation into the home and immediately see 
a return in terms of energy saving Yeah. or serve grout where, you know, I might not want to renovate my entire bathroom or kitchen, but man, if I, if I make some adjustments to the grout, if I fix some of the issues with my tile, I mean, overnight there's an immediate impact. And so, and I think garage floors is another you know, great example of a way to instantly update the home, even if you don't tackle the organization that also might need to happen, which we don't necessarily <laughs> do today. Um, you know, at least uh, maybe that'll spur, you know, that project. Um, so yeah, so Jack, I, I see, um, I see a lot of exciting um, uh, long-term growth trends in the home space. And then some of our brands are also exposed to commercial and government contracts. So our pest control, uh, for example, you know, there's always going to be a need uh, in, in our government areas for pest control work. And so I think that's an interesting area that we play in and a nice value proposition because we can help our franchisees, you know, teach them how to, how to win those contracts, to train them so that they can do the work. Um, so we're, we're diversified. Um, so we don't necessarily have all of our, all of our eggs in the, in the home services basket, but, um, but yeah, I, I, I don't see those trends dying down anytime soon. Yeah. I think um, the opposite could be true as long as gas prices are going for six, seven, eight dollars a gallon and who knows where we'll be by the end of the summer. Um, I, I see people spending another summer at home in the yard or in the yeah. uh, in the garage or the playroom um, and, and probably not filling up the RV and going cross country and, and definitely not flying off to Europe this summer. So I think it's going to be another pretty busy summer for your franchisees. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great, that's a great point, but it's, it's such a shame too, isn't it? Cause yeah. people are, are dying to get out there. <laughs> yeah. 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 But first let's get, let's uh, get our homes all fixed up and, and everything looking pretty before we start traveling again. There all you right. go. And I'm ready for that staycation. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. moment after this word from Consumer Fusion. Consumer Fusion helps franchises attract customers online with their AI-powered reputation platform. With more than 70,000 illegitimate negative reviews removed, Consumer Fusion allows franchise brands to maximize their digital footprint with reputation management, local SEO, and social media, including automated owners' responses and integrated review generation tools. Get started with a one-month free pilot and learn why brands trust Consumer Fusion with their online reputation. Visit ConsumerFusion.com slash pilot. Consumer Fusion, keeping reviews honest. How much of your time per week or, or per month do you figure you spend on acquisitions and looking at the landscape and looking at other brands versus what's going on internally sort of day-to-day and and operationally? Yeah, I would say that today I'm spending less time on the acquisition side. I am lucky that I've got Riverside uh, Mm -hmm. and the team there supporting us in those efforts. So um, they invite me to participate in any step of that process. And typically I'll spend more time in the earlier stages, just um, helping, 
these potential, these founders, these potential sellers to understand who we are and, you know, how we're thinking about working together and, and really just making sure there's a match there, right? Um, just making sure that we've got something that we can offer that founder. And then, um, and then the diligence, uh, again, we, we get involved just to make sure we understand the areas that we'd have to dig into. Uh, but we don't, but more of our time gets spent, for example, now that we're thinking about how to, how to make sure that we're onboarding this new brand and, and providing the resources that they may or may, may not need. Uh, I'm spending more time now. The focus really has been about, you know, putting together uh, all these uh, disparate brands, you know, because, um, and, and just putting together a mission statement, um, a vision, a set of values that really connects us all together. And then making sure that we are working on strategic initiatives that will lay down some foundation uh, and, and provide some infrastructure so that we can support both these founders and the brands that are joining our enterprise, and then especially the, the franchisees. Um, so, so that's been an area we've been working on. And then we've been investing a lot in, in getting kind of awareness out around our, our brands, um, ensuring that um, to the extent someone's interested in uh, joining a franchise organization that our name is, is in, that, in that list of options. And so we've had great success there. We've, we've put together a wonderful sales team. Uh, we have been investing in, in the right tools, the processes, uh, the systems to make sure that we are reaching out to great potential owners and then bringing them on board so that they have a successful first, you know, three months, six months, nine months, which I think is a really critical stage in the life of a franchisee. I see your brands much more visible than I used to. Um, maybe, maybe it's because I see Ron Bender wearing a kilt frequently yes. <laughs> at franchise events. <laughs> but, I, I uh, have friends of mine in franchising are taking pictures of Ron, <laughs> and sometimes it's two places in one day. It's uh, and I, I still assert that if um, so, for those who we have a brand called Men in Kilts, we do exterior cleaning uh, in particular home uh, window washing. And we wear kilts to do those projects. And so I assert that if you go to a convention and you see a bunch of people in kilts, you know, it's going to be a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a great group of folks. Yeah. Yeah. And if you see me at the International Franchise Expo this weekend at the hotel bar with a guy wearing a kilt, I guarantee it will be Ron. I hope so. Uh, but, you know, I, I just love that whole idea of Ron and some of the other folks on your team who are really living the brand. Because I think it's it's those little brand experiences that people have, whether they're consumers or whether they're potential franchisees and partners, it's those little experiences people have that really make a brand rise up in what's getting to be a pretty crowded field out there right now. Yeah, I think in services, especially home services, brands really matter. And so in each of our brands, we are spending, we are investing in brands, either to refresh a brand or evaluate, you know, the branding strategy. And that, that, that's true for both the franchise development team, you know, that are looking to pull in more owners and, and, and add more units in great locations. But even more importantly for our franchisees that are out there trying to, you know, win work, win projects, bring yeah. in new customers. Um, so, yeah, we spend a lot of, it's a passion area of mine. 
I love that side of the business. And I love that I'm able to get back to that, you know, more B2C uh, area that I, that I loved when I was back at Starbucks. So. Excellent. Well, we will keep watching to see what else happens with Threshold Brands. If anyone's interested in seeing what you guys are up to these days or learning more about any of the brands, where's a great place for them to connect with you? I would just go to our website, thresholdbrands.com. Of course, folks can reach out to me on LinkedIn as well, but our website should have all the information about our brands um, and they can be directed from there. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us today. We will see you at a franchise event very soon down the road. Sounds great. Thanks so much for having me, Jack. Before we go, a quick word from today's sponsor, Exults. Creating solutions and driving results for over 15 years, Exults is founded on the foundation of driving results. Recent demand has picked up in the digital human resources and recruiting space, and Exults is driving qualified candidates to clients. Exults also drives digital public relations online, allowing your franchise to control the conversation related to your brand. Learn more at Exults.com. Exults, driving leads, driving results. And thanks for listening to Social Geek. We're here to help you get yourself ready for the comeback of a lifetime. This is the Social Geek Radio Network.